Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Join us this week are Matty and Spencer to talk about the win over Aberdeen. We chat about the race for third and preview Rangers and Hibs. Gordon, how were this week? Good, better. Oh, that uh, sounds positive. It does. does feel nice, hell. actually, uh, after a win, eh? It does. It's funny what it does. Do you know what? I was sitting there, pished on Saturday night, thinking about this, right? And I, I remember reading a tweet, someone saying, don't let your football club affect the way you feel. It shouldn't have any uh, issue on your mental health, blah, blah, blah. But it does. See, when they get beat, I'm fuming. Absolutely raging. Really? Aye. Never have known. Well, I hide it well. Um... <coughs> But, you know, I mean, the the different feeling that you have after a win, you know, they just your shoulders suddenly aren't as tense and, you know, you're, you're, you're inclined to talk to people. You just... You, so you're, so you're, every you're, time you've gone beat, do you, do, you, do you just not talk to anyone? Uh, well, I mean, again, I mean... He pretty much just does just go home. Like, when was the last thing you seen him in the pub after we got beat? Good point, Matthew. Good point. Celtic. Yeah. I was expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it does. Uh, especially if it's a... I mean, St Mirren the other week there. I mean, that was a great day out and I was fuming because, I, you know, I knew how... how big, I mean, listen, we'd, we'd be sitting third right now if we'd won that game. Um, but, you know... Positive start. Positive start. But we, we are still in the race. Just. We have got a chance. Yeah, and... and I guess that's why I was as maybe animated, as maybe as as nervous as you've probably seen me all season. You were there. very, very nervous. Yeah, during I the just, game. I just wanted that little bit of hope to cling, cling on to. You know, going into the final two, I think um, it would have absolutely deflated me. I think if that was over um, there and then. Uh, thankfully, we won the game. Deservedly won the game. I thought we were really, really good. Um, when I watch it back now, I think at the time I actually thought. When I was watching the game, I was maybe too starry-eyed to really appreciate just how a decent a performance it actually was. Um, I think at one point in the the first half, I started kicking my seat. It, um, I can't confirm or deny that, but again, possibly. yeah, just uh, I, I think it was when caught the the Cochrane chance just after they had, uh, they had went one up. I was I was I'd seen red at this point. Yeah, yeah. Me and Spencer um, sort of looked at each other and went, mm, "Better not say anything." Well, it's not that. It was it was them singing "Hearts Are Falling Apart." that really triggered me again and it, it it really it just really got to me uh, i mean it did because it we shouldn't be you know buying this shower of shite you know what i mean we because we, they are pish they are a very a f- industrial oh team, they are they? they're shite and it really 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 winds me up the fact that this race is still even going on i mean we should have been comfortably third looking forward to another season in europe another six million in the back pocket but instead as usual um, we're doing it the hard way but we've still got that bit of hope um, it was a good performance it was a much needed win um, and as you say we, we are still in the race going into t- tomorrow night and the hope is that now we'll finally be well, I mean it can't keep going on the way, it, the way it's going for Hearts you know constantly turning up in these big games against the old firm and just rolling over and, and losing you know that it's got to change eventually. They've got to start taking the odd result here and then. I mean, their their overall record against Rangers is a disgrace. But you you feel that these things have to change, and just you know, we're due a win in Glasgow. We're due something this season. Due a big result. 
and and tell you it would be so timely if it if it comes tomorrow, um on on the back of that that win there. You know, I, I said in the last review, three massive games. They need three wins, and they've got one checked off so far. Um, but what it does as well, it just puts a little bit of doubt in the Aberdeen's minds, and I think psychologically that's extremely important. I think is that is that three now without yeah. a victory. Yeah, and for I suppose them. as well, the way the results went on at mid in midweek. No, sorry, at the weekend. St. Mirren drawing it at Parkhead. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've still got something to pay, play for if I'm correct. And well, they do, yeah. They they absolutely do. I mean, they'll still be kicking themselves that they, they dropped those points to us um, back the other week there. Um, but, no, absolutely. But I think the, the Aberdeen game is, is a fascinating one, I think. But I, I, I don't think we should be relying on that result. I know, listen... Great if Aberdeen drop points. We we need to realistically, if obviously if they if if we get beat, then you know we re- really are relying on St Mirren, um, to have done us a favour. But I I don't think we can sit and go into this game, on Wednesday thinking that oh they they might drop points. I think we've just got to concentrate on ourselves and I think psychologically as well. If Hearts are winning at Ibrox, I think that seeps into the stands at Batodre and it, it probably puts a little bit of um fear into the Aberdeen players as well. And I think you've seen that. You know, as soon as Hearts kind of got that goal on Wednesday and it was out of nothing uh, really it was a, a tremendous strike um, Aberdeen were probably thinking to themselves right we're going to get over the line here um, going sort of ha- ignited us didn't it well it did yeah because I think it was looking like it could have been maybe one of those days you know they've scored virtually with their first opportunity of the game um, a sloppy header traditional hearts goal all season oh it's fucking embarrassing and um, they go 1-0 up and you're thinking, typical, um, you know, we've huffed and puffed, we've had chances, but, you know, you feel like some of the chances we're missing are, are, are guilt-edged chances, they're easy chances, and um, it's looking like it could be one of those days, and you almost think if they get to half-time at 1-0, it's suddenly, a, um, it's suddenly a, a massive confidence booster for them, and they then just become deeper and deeper and, and more and more difficult to try and break down, but... We got the goal at the right time, I think, and I think it put the fear in them a little bit because, really, I I don't remember them doing much in the game, particularly in the second half. I don't really remember Xander Clark being forced into yeah. any close calls or any big saves. I mean, he, he he had to catch a couple of crosses. They got in behind a couple of times where uh, Milowski threw himself to the ground. I thought that was embarrassing striker play. Actually, really, I think if he really wanted to, he could have. He could have left Sibic behind, actually, if I'm being honest. But he was more interested in trying to get the Hearts player sent off and um, and throw himself to the ground. Good refereeing, because um, I think if the referee gives that, VAR probably. I I don't think VAR would overturn that. I don't think VAR would have the balls to overturn that. Not that it's you know not in any way, shape, or form is it a penalty kick. But I just do not think that they would they would go and uh, overturn that. Um, you know, the Haddon one as well in the first half, you know, they're all talking about, again, good refereeing because you could clearly see that there was a, a, a couple of fouls uh, in the lead-up to Hearts players before that one. Uh, yeah, he makes a bit of contact with them, but I think he's, the reason why he's made contact is because he's already on his way down due to a, a contact from the Aberdeen player previously. So, um, credit to the referee, actually. I, I think they, they had a, a fairly decent game. Um which is, is a rarity, and obviously VAR as well. I mean, Barry Robson sitting, throwing his toys out the pram. I don't really know what he's moaning at, to be perfectly honest with you. But um, Hearts deserve to win the game. Yeah, would have liked it to be 
couple of a couple of better goals, but you know it was all about just winning the game for me, and and the, it was a good performance, uh, thirty shots at goal, which is quite staggering when you think yeah. about it, um, because we had obviously, I think we only had thirteen shots at goal when we beat them five 0 under the previous manager, um, so the, the 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 difference already was night and day, and um, yeah, credit to to the team, but you know, it won't really count for much if they don't go and follow it up on Wednesday. Matty, it was a a, a very Good performance, and but it was all about the win, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, the win was vital. Obviously, I mean, without it, the season's over. Um, we're fourth in the league, and you got nothing really to play for for the last two games. But it was, it was a good, it was good to see us play the way we played. It was good to get back on the front foot again. I mean, that's the three games at Tynecastle, well, two and a half because we got screwed out of the second half of the Celtic game by the by the officials. But um, under Neil, eh, under Nielsen, under Naismith, it's been pretty. It's been pretty positive so far. We've looked like a team that wants to go forward. Um, you can see a lot of the players are sort of reinvigorated. You hear it in the press as well. I think Cammy Devlin's came out and had a dig at the former gaffer as well. Mentioned about playing negatively when he goes away to Glasgow and how no player wants to play like that. So, what, I mean, mean I back Cammy there. Absolutely back Cammy there. He's coming out saying everything that I knew was correct anyway. Um, <laughs> already knew that the previous regime was full of losers and that's why we never would achieve anything. We, we but, can move on to that, but talk about the Aberdeen performance. I mean, the Aberdeen performance again, yeah. I mean, we kept playing well, but it all comes back to the same sort of thing. It's about the, the new manager is trying to get our players moving forward, running at the opposition, running beyond the defensive line and trying to t- take shots and score goals. And fundamentally, that's the difference. We t- you hear Naismith, he comes out in the press talking about how we need to stop trying to do things the hard way, how he's trying to implement a new style of play, which is code for not negative football. And, you know, it's it's quite it's quite refreshing to see, really. And, I mean, it's entirely in his hands for me. I think if he can go out, get two wins in the next two games... The job's his for the taking. And you wouldn't have heard me say that. In fact, I said the polar opposite to that a couple of weeks back. So things are moving in the right direction. I'm a bit bit more hopeful. Um, Oda's been a revelation, by the way. It's amazing what happens when your wingers aren't primarily on the pitch to defend. But um, yeah, nice to see him in again, running at players, taking on shots, trying to get the balls across. Needs to work on his decision-making. but It's, it's quite, quite positive seeing played properly isn't it Aye, I mean it's nice to see like forward players played properly I mean even Alan Forrest he'd missed a sitter but he yeah. got himself in a half decent position yeah. I think it gives you a chance doesn't it, Aye, it gives I you mean, a chance to, to you, look, you look at players like Forrest I think he buries that earlier in the season he's just um, had all that natural instinct coached out of him for the last six months so he's never going to finish it unfortunately just due to the state of affairs that the previous previous regime put our club through did we win that game under the previous regime no did we win any important game under the previous regime? No. Oh, there you go. There's your answer. Maybe have been fifth under the previous regime. Spencer, did you feel um, confident we can possibly finish third under Naismith and his positive play? Uh, possibly. Um, I'm not sure what Matty's talking about. We were fourth under the previous regime when, when Mr. Nielsen left. I think uh, we still had a good chance of third, but that's another issue. What, what, what do you make of that before you start talking about the Aberdeen game? What Mai's just said. What about about Robbie? Yeah, yeah. About about the whole thing. You can you can come in. Look, I think we can analyse this at the end of the season. We have to see what happens in these next two games. Would we be in a better position right now if Robbie was still here? Well, would you Who, think we would? Maybe, maybe just. Um, I think that's a no. <laughs> I would. It would have been interesting to see what happened at maybe in the derby or or Saint Mirren away. But listen, he would have lost like every other game. I think. I think there's Easter Road. I think there's been a little improvement in the style of play. We're playing better football, more attacking on the eye, which is, which is good. Um, Wednesday night is a 
tomorrow is a massive game. Got a feeling we might get a result. You know, we've only won um, twice in 25 against Rangers in all competitions. It's 13 without a win at Ibrox, uh, spanned in nine years. I think we're due a little bit of luck. We're due a shot on target. Due a shot on target. Due maybe a couple of corners or something like that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no point. I, I think Aberdeen will beat St. Mirren. I, I don't think we can rely on that. I just, I just think they'll get the job done. Because if you offered them, you know, you'll have to win one game in, in, in the split. And it's Aberdeen at home on a Wednesday night to get third place and group stage football. I think they would take it. So I, I, th- I think they'll get three points. So that's down to us. We we need to win to to take it to the last day. A draw's no good. I don't think a draw will be well a draw won't be any good. Um we need to go there and and try and be brave. I think Rangers still you know, it's a little bit of pride for them to play for. Um a few players last appearance at Ibrox. Um You didn't mention this last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um well it's been confirmed now, didn't it? They tweeted yeah, yeah, yeah. they tweeted it today that they'd all be leaving, so um It'll be a tough one, but I think we can nick a nil, a one nil, a one nil win. A one nil win. Mm-hmm. Think we'll be a lot more positive than we usually are in Glasgow. Pro- probably later on in the game. I, I think they'll they'll try and keep it tight for the first. Um, certainly get through the first twenty twenty minutes or so, and then I'm not saying it would frustrate the crowd. Obviously, they have nothing to play for. I doubt they really give a shit. Rangers, to be honest, um, one way or another. But um, it's just trying to keep it keep it tight and. You know, stay in the game. But we've shown nothing against Rangers. Not not just this season. You know, last couple of seasons as well. Not really put them under under any pressure at Why all. Do you think that is possibly the way they set up. I'm not sure. Um, obviously, we, we we do tend to do a better against Celtic in a lot of these uh, in a lot of these games. We do struggle against Rangers, but I just think under Nasey tomorrow, I'm expecting a a decent performance, and I'm just hoping that we can get get over the line. We we need the win. Do you, Do you think the win over Aberdeen? gives you as a fan confidence going into that yes yeah, slightly yeah as i say i always fancied us at tynecastle we only had one blip at tynecastle and that was against st Mirren, wasn't it outside the old firm you know maybe if we had more home games in that little period where we were losing robbie'd still be in a job because obviously away from home is a problem for us and during that little losing run most of the games were away from home apart from st Mirren. so i always fancy us at tynecastle i was i, I didn't think we're in any, any danger of losing that game, to be honest. Even when we went 1-0 down, I was like, I think we'll still win this. And obviously we did. Uh, away from home, it's it's a big problem. We won one of three three away games all season. Now we're asking to get a fourth at arguably one of the, the, the toughest away grounds at Ibrox. But they have nothing to play for. They, they they really don't. It's all on us. We've we've got to go there with the right mentality, the right attitude. And, you know, do, do the basics right. You know, d- defend the box well. And um, when we we get a chance, try and take it. And how impressed were you about the Aberdeen result? Yeah, very good. One of one of our best performances of the season, actually. Yeah. Um, at times, you know, still look a little bit suspect at the back on a couple of occasions. There's probably positions that will have to be addressed in the in the summer. But uh, I thought it was a very good performance. Aberdeen are nothing special, but we've known that for a long time. They're just a team that had a good bit of form, wasn't it? Um, a really impressive bit of form. Eight straight victories. And it's just sort of shot them up the table. Maybe they're in a bit of a, a false position. does help when your opposition goes on and loses six games out of seven yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, you know, even just a one win or so in that little period, then we'd uh, 
we'd have third secured by now. But I think I think tomorrow night could be a could be a special night. It could be one of these nights that's talked about in twenty years' time when Hearts went to Ibrox and got a magical a magical win. They don't come around very often. I was just trying to think of all our Ibrox wins. So we had the obviously the two one uh well, two one first game of the season, then two one under Sergio and then one nil under um Levine in the split. They're the only three that I can think of. And then as before that was at the 96 Johnson hat trick was that the, the other Probably. time? Yeah. So what is it? Are we talking like four wins in 30 years? <laughs> I <I've got laughs> something like that. that. <laughs> it's, it really is quite quite. But I, think, I think the last Premiership win there would have been 2012. Yeah, with Paulo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if I'm correct. Yep. I, I mean, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking sort of back through. The only real moment we've had was Halka's header to get the draw. That I remember at Ibrox. We had another one. Ruben Palazuelos with a two-all draw. Mm-hmm. Um, club should have, club should have won it. Then Callum Elliott should have scored. Died, <laughs> didn't he? Fucking hell! Um, there was a one-one as well when Naddy. No, was it Smith that scored or something like that? Naddy was it no? Or? Was it no? Or Scott Robinson. Robinson, yeah, Robinson yeah. I Calvin bust my nose open that day. The bastard. He elbowed me right in the fucking bridge of the nose when we scored. He was sixteen at the time, was he? No. When he scored that yeah, goal, I think so. Shabalazlo uh, making a point to the board that he had no strikers and mm-hmm. he fucking scored all that's <laughs> a minute equaliser. No, we went one 0 up, and then then they made it one one right at the end, didn't they? Yeah. Oh. That's just depressing. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking about all the times we've been scudded in Glasgow. Yeah, it's not it's not a happy hunting ground. So uh, we're talking about four wins in thirty years at Ibrox, but I think tomorrow could be number five. Could could could, could be a could special be five. Night. Could be five. And and how do we make it five, Matty? How how do we make it five wins in thirty years at Ibrox? Gonna take a shitload of luck. <laughs> um, uh, I was quite positive um, before we had that conversation about just how shit we've been through there for my entire life. I mean, like I remember, like because I I wasn't going to the games when Johnson scored that hat trick, right? But I do remember when Ivan sprawled on it for Hibs, right? And we were still like all, Hearts, all the Hearts fans I knew were still banging on about that fucking Alan Johnson hat trick at Ibrox, right? And I was like, oh, like you look at it now and you go, yeah, we've had nothing through there. We've had absolutely nothing through there forever. It's it's quite sad. So the only, I mean, the only the only positive outlook is it is we're due and it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen tomorrow, Ross, and me and you will be in the pub oh. watching it because oh, we won't be there. And yeah. then we'll spend the next 25 years being like, should have went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree completely. That's the reason I'm going. It's the what if. Isn't it? You'd be absolutely fizzing if you if you missed it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've got a sneaky feeling as well. But I'd, although we've lost a lot of times against Rangers, um, I, I kind of look back to the the performances. Some of them were all right. I think some games we did compete with them in. We just didn't have that little bit of luck, you know. Even the cup final last year, you know what I mean. Although Rangers had chances, particularly towards the end of the game in the second half, I, I thought structurally we were in the game I don't think we looked out of place I don't think they were absolutely battering us you know what I mean but um, I feel like this Rangers team that I watched them on Sunday against Hibs and um, Hibs are shite yeah. I mean they, they absolutely are yeah I mean Rangers I don't think had to do much to win that game uh, they just played a bit of football and, and got in behind them I think for us um, if our structure is right if our tempo's right I think if we play the way we did against Celtic in the first half, then I think we've got a really good chance of causing them issues. I mean, clearly, um, you know, we're not going to batter them and, and create or have 30 shots at goal, which I don't think we will. Um, the, the, the the key is that when we do get our opportunities, we take them. 
Uh, we've got to be brave um, at both ends of the park. I think that's what it is. You know, you've got to cut out silly errors. You know, even under Nielsen, we went there midweek, and I mean, at the time Rangers weren't playing particularly well. It was one of Van Bronckhorst's last games, but um, you know, we it was nil nil for a long time. I don't think they really threatened us. We just gave away again a pretty weak goal. Uh, didn't offer anything at the other end of the park because of well, I think we've mentioned it in, in abundance. The manager in the dugout who decided to bring Ewan Henderson on when we were one nil down to try and get an equaliser. Thankfully, we don't have that uh, this time. Um, we've uh, we've got a fair few more options on the bench at least. So I would expect us to go there and be brave. And um, yeah, Matty says a lot of luck, but um, uh, listen, they've got to stand up and be counted now. You know, they've, they, they've got to get a result, a marquee result, one that they haven't had this season. Aberdeen got it at home against Rangers. You know, we've got to go match that now by going to Ibrox and, and getting a win. Uh, I don't think a draw is good enough. Um, I think it's got to be three points. Um, it is really do or die now, and I think if Hearts want to consider themselves as the third best side in the country, um, then they've got to start proving it. And by going to Ibrox and winning against a Rangers team who have nothing to play for. Yeah, they 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 don't. Uh, they, well, the only thing they've maybe got to play for is their unbeaten league um, record uh, at Ibrox. Um, but so, so unbeaten, we've won four times in thirty years. Yeah, so it's all set up for a three 0 one hearts, isn't it? Um, Absolutely, three one hearts. Yeah, get easy. it get it on at the bookies. Yeah, so. you might as well. Oda's going to learn how to finish. <laughs> and that's going to be it. We're going to win 3-1. I'll tell you something, though. You, you, you do mention Oda there, and I remember when I looked at him, and I thought, never a footballer. Like, I thought, this guy can't even pass, he can't even run, he doesn't look confident. And then suddenly, you know, you get rid of the old regime, and he's he's a different player. It's incredible. I mean, it really is. I mean, the difference in him. And he get he's getting more and more confident every week. And it's fantastic to see, you know, such a young man who's come over to a new country... Uh, you know, he doesn't speak the language, and suddenly he's he's just blossoming into a really really good footballer. And it see, for years I just want to interrupt it. Like, for, I, I don't think I've ever said it on this show, right? But I used to always joke around about your cell guard and Calvin and that when I was talking about it. And I used to always talk about players would come into Hearts, and I'd be like, "I well, Robbie will coach that good player out of them in about six months, right?" Mm. Oh, that's just another example. I yeah. mean, look at look at how Alan Forrest started this season. Remember at the start of this season, yeah, I think he scored him. Was it Motherwell? He scored that. Scored on it. Scored in the first day of the season. Yeah, he scored, Ross scored early doors. Looked like a good player. You could see all the confidence that Martin Dale had installed in him. You could see that he'd had a good season at Levy. And then Robbie Nielsen came in and just stamped his negativity all over him. Try to turn him into a fucking wing back, and now he doesn't look like he could get a game for St Johnston. Mate, Barry Mackay. Aye, Barry Mackay, yeah. So you, so you need to look at, you know, the man was electric, he was unbelievable last season. And then suddenly a pre-season with Robbie Nielsen and look at him now. Aye, Christ I mean, to be, to be fair to Barry Mackay, um, when you decide that, you know, you're not going to put anyone in front of him that's going to try and make a forward run, then there's not very many options for him no. to try and pass the ball to, is there? No. But but, but back to Oda, though, I mean, it, it really does look uh, a, a different player. I mean, even guys like... Nathaniel Atkinson, you know, just young players who I think are, are coming on to a game now. And, I think and Atkinson's they've, played well. Yeah, he has. Absolutely. Well. I think they've got their confidence back yeah. and, and they believe in kind of... Um, it's good when you don't try and play him at left wing back, eh? Yeah. I mean, look, I think I think Nasey's came in, he's put an arm around these guys. He said to them, listen, uh, you know, I want you to go and express yourself. I want you to be brave. I want you to enjoy your football. 
uh, this is the way we want to play, where I think the previous regimes, you know, oh, Hearts, you've got to win every week, and but in actual fact, you're sitting 10 men behind the ball, and everybody's back for a corner, and oh, but you've got to work on the defensive side of your game. I mean, it's night and day. I mean, it really is. And um, I think it will be different going to Ibrox tomorrow, but even if, even if we're going to get beat tomorrow, I still think the future for Hearts going forward now is is a lot brighter, and I think with the the right manager in there, you could still see the club do very very well. You've got to have different styles of, of playing different teams, don't you? You can't just play the yeah, same no, style of course, all the yeah. time. And That's, I don't I don't think Hearts will. I don't think Naismith's going to you no, know go gun hole. He said that before. Uh, I think obviously the two away games that he's had, uh, Hearts have still been pretty pretty poor uh, in in both games. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, and clearly they'll have to absolutely raise their their performance levels. Um, I mean, I, I can't really criticise him for the Hibs game because he was in three days or something, so um, I'm, I'm happy to look past that, but um, I think the, the St Mirren one, I, I did expect more, but I think a lot of it was still down to the players. Um, just don't think they, they, they performed well enough on the day. I think they were still doing... Um, pa- I think they were still very, very passive, and again, they gave away stupid goals. Um, now they've got to stand up and be counted. The Aberdeen result will have given them confidence um, that they can still win these big games and, and hopefully, as I said, we just have that little bit of luck going there at Ibrox because I think what it can do men- mentally um, going forward over the next, even in the next season now for these players to have went to Glasgow now and um, almost got that win and, and got the monkey off the back and it, it will generally push them on every time they go through there. Now they'll have that belief that, well, we've had that result, but... I mean, even when we went to Parkhead earlier on, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, now I think the performance was was decent enough. You know, Keo, for example, played. I thought he was Hearts' best player in the park that night. Uh, I wouldn't be against him coming into the team on on Wednesday. Uh, I think these types of games could could suit a player like that. Um, so I think we will see changes. Um, I think there'll be too many changes, but I think there'll definitely be different players who will come in and and have different roles compared to, to what we've maybe seen in the home games, for example. Um, Rangers have got good, good players. I mean, they do, you know, guys like Todd Cantwell who have come in and, and done well, but they, you know, Rangers are, are a bit, um, at the moment, uh, if you look at their squad depth, it's, it's a little bit kind of, um, a little bit light in areas. So I think Hearts need to try and exploit that. Um, I think as the game goes on, then then that that'll probably suit us. I think I think we do probably have more options, incredibly, um, to to maybe bring off the bench if if need be, um, in an offensive style anyway. Defensively, I still don't trust us, but um, you do feel like that that hopefully Rangers will be on their holidays by this point, and and maybe they might want to put a few youngsters in, um, and and they'll see how they do and. Um, yeah, I think Spencer's right. You know, Rangers. I don't think they really give a shit. To be honest, we either way. I mean, their objective this end of the split was to beat Celtic, and they've done that. Yeah. Um, and and that's pretty much about it, really. I, I, I mean, they're not going to roll over and let us win, but um, how committed will they be to a Hearts team that hopefully turns up and is really hungry and and wants to get in their faces and is and is aggressive and plays football then then it'll be interesting to see um yeah like you know i think i'm i'm talking myself into believing that we're going to go and win the game now um 
and that's why I bought a ticket as soon as the time whistle so went right, on air. Right on e-ticket. Ah, I, I was, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a massive game. It, it really is. Because a few weeks ago, I can't remember what podcast we were doing. Uh, I think it was after the Celtic yeah. game. I was talking about how we could go to Ibrox and win. Um, and then we drew it some in and I thought, nah, no chance is over. Now we've beat Aberdeen. I'm like, yes, it's back on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, but, uh, but in terms podcast this season, <laughs> in terms of domestically, though, I think this is one of our biggest games um, in in modern Premiership history. I think um, the two games coming up are yeah, yeah, oh, are, absolutely are the uh, biggest games because it's psychologically as well. If we can get third after coming, oh back god, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a hammer blow to Aberdeen. Oh, it's massive. It sets the club up now. I think for uh, years to come. Um, and it diminishes our, our rivals as well because I think look I think if we had to go through the qualifying stage I think I think we'd we'd have we'd have an okay chance I think depending on on the way the draws went um, you'd maybe fancy us at home now new manager and all that and, and maybe an opportunity to to maybe do well in Europe and and qualify but you don't really want to go through that stage you know I, I'd I'd be looking now to. I'd want us to get into the Europa League group stages now. Um, look, clearly we need to sign a you know a, a better standard of defender um, to have any opportunity of competing in Europe. But um, I think that can be addressed, particularly with the the money that would come in from that. But also what it does to your rivals going for going forward. You know, I think it really gives you a better opportunity to try and kick on and and see if you can um get closer to to the top two because that's what it what it's got to be fundamentally it's got to be when Celtic and Rangers come to Tynecastle um you've got to compete and I think now um you've seen already with a Celtic game there that that we can compete you know it was night and day compared to the previous games that, that we've had against them at home um I think we and uh, and hopefully it'll be the same with the Rangers game this is a real acid test now for these players and and obviously the the manager to see how far they've come. I mean, McKinley mentioned that when he was in his press conference after the uh, the after the sack, Nielsen saying, "Look, we've no laid a, a glove on Rangers. It's it's no good enough." And he's he's absolutely spot on. I mean, the last game we played one central midfielder, and the game was gone inside twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> Sigh there yes, for Matty. Yes, <laughs> but 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 it is, and it does, and 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 you think to yourself, right, well, surely we'll not be. Well, I, I know for a fact we'll definitely not be that naive, but. Um, it's ultimate. It's going there with with a game plan. It's believing that you've got the ability to go in there and and try and win the game. And I think Hearts have that the potential. I mean, young look at Aberdeen's performance. Even when they went to Ibrox, they actually had some really really good chances. They got in behind Rangers quite a few times, and they were just sloppy in the final third. I, I feel like you know if if you put a performance in, it gives you a chance, doesn't it? Of course, yeah. It's just doing the simple things right and and defending when you need to defend, being brave when we need to be brave at the other end. I think we've got players that can hurt Rangers. And um and it's about being disciplined uh, for the full ninety minutes and look if Hearts can win this game as I said I, I think if Hearts win regardless of the Aberdeen result they finish third I don't think there's any doubt about that because Aberdeen aren't going to Parkhead and winning in the last two of the season because uh, they would they would have to you know if if Hearts win then they they would obviously um they would need Hearts to to slip up against Hibs but I think after Hearts beat Rangers I just don't see that happening. I I generally think that that they they win Wednesday regardless of the Aberdeen result on um on Wednesday as well. I I just I think that that would be enough for them. Do do, do you share that that view, Matty, going into the Edinburgh derby as well? That if we win, that we're going to get third. I think it takes you a lot a long way towards it. I'll never trust Celtic to do us anything. 
there'll always be a little bit in the back of my head that doesn't trust them at all. But um, I think you're nearly there. It gives yourself a great chance. Um, it's Hibs at Tynecastle. I mean, we'll come on to it, but guaranteed three points. Um, never gonna right, don't do that. Never, do never, that. never, 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 never going to say anything else is accept any other attitude against those losers. Guaranteed three points. And if you're not good enough to get it, get out of the fucking football club. Simple as that. Um, Spencer, do you share that? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Not, not, not in that style. I don't want to be clipped on a on a Hibs Twitter page and that that voice <laughs> that voice clip sent over and over again. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, your video did once end up on Hibs <sighs> actual TikTok page. So, yeah, that, that was Mister Mister Bracey. Yeah, let's ask him about that. Yeah, listen, you'd fancy us at home. Even that derby we lost. I, I mean, Hearts are in horrendous form, and they they managed to finally get their wee win over us. But I didn't think they were spectacular and we, we were probably very poor that day and they, they sort of got over the line with a 1-0 win so yeah I'd find we've got our confidence back a little bit especially at Tynecastle. I think we'll take care of them I don't think there'll be any big issues I know maybe they'll want to see and try and ruin our third place but I just think we're a lot better than them especially when we've got a little bit of, a little bit of our mojo back so I have no quit no doubt that we'll beat Hibs as well in the last day of the season it's just as Rangers game on Wednesday, isn't it? If we, if we get three points there, then I think we'll we'll get third place. Because I, I don't think Aberdeen will win at Celtic Park. And how significant do you think it will be if we do finish third? Does that put us... Yeah, very much so, yes, yeah, psychologically. Um, I think the, the Aberdeen fans would obviously be imploding a little bit. Um, it really changes the, the outlook of everything for them. And Barry Robson, who's not won a game since he's been appointed manager. Hopefully that continues till the end of the season. Um... And then they get knocked out in the, the qualifying for Europe, and then it's turmoil at Aberdeen at the start of next season. Robson sacked by October, November. Um, but yeah, I mean, psychologically, it'll do. It'll do a lot. We have a real chance to kick on. People thought it'd be this season we'd really kick on and separate from the rest, but obviously we took a little bit of a, a backward step. So if we do manage to get third place after everything we've been through, it's really significant. Do you think Robbie goes to Aberdeen for the full revenge arc? everything Spencer says comes true which I think is a high possibility by the way it would sum that football club up they're absolutely duds and I hate them right but it's like, it's can, like you, can you imagine him and his big greasy hair because he'll have grown it out by then right and he'll, wand, he'll wander into Pataudry and he'll be like yeah look uh, at Aberdeen you've got to win every week and he'll end up challenging us for third and we'll be going up there in the split at the end of next season knowing that we need to go up to Pataudry and get a win and me and Gordon will be sitting there looking at his smug wee face and he'll be standing at the side the sidelines after orchestrating a 2-1 Aberdeen victory and I think I'll have a heart attack that's <laughs> bound, I hate it's him. bound not to happen though it's like in Football Manager when Craig Levine somehow becomes Aberdeen Manager it just wouldn't happen nah, it's, I, think he's, I think he's holding out he's holding out for the Aberdeen job to get revenge on people like me <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we're not talking about Robbie Nielsen. Get him out! This show. <laughs> we got him out! Yeah, we did. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Every fucking week. Robbie Nielsen, the revenge. Pataudry. Be well, there. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> Do you know that? Jim will get six points, Gordon. Uh, I can't do it to myself. You know, I mean, the. So hope that kills you, Ross. Uh, I hope so. I think we're due six points. I just think it's been a shite season. It's got to turn eventually. We're due something. We're due a little bit of luck. So I'm praying for six points. I'm absolutely praying for it. Um, 
if Hearts go into that final day of the season uh, with an opportunity to get in third. I don't think I've ever experienced a last day of the season like that, watching Hearts in my life. Um, having to go and, you know, almost look at results from another game. And um, I feel like that's what 2020 would have been like if the pandemic never came along. Uh, probably would have went to the last day of the season and us checking fucking... I don't know who was saying bomb my Ross County's fucking result or something. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, if Hearts can go in, go into that derby, Tynecastle absolutely rocking. Um, as Robbie Nielsen would say, a full house, you know, fans rocking. <laughs> uh, it, it, it would be, yeah, absolutely. I think two two points in there because you would imagine that Celtic are, are not going to want to uh, ruin their party for anything. Um, I just don't think Aberdeen have the ability to go to Parkhead and win. Um, I think Celtic, uh, you know, they'll win party more than I think they can. And and I think psychologically as well, the fact that Hearts had won uh, midweek as well and that they were going in the last day of the season knowing that they needed to go to Celtic Park and win, I just think that would that, that would be enough for us, um, especially if Hearts were to take an early lead, um, start the tempo. Yeah, I, I, I think six points is is achievable. Look, it's going to be tough, um, but it's not impossible. I think we've got to believe that we can do it and ultimately the players have got to stand up now and, and deliver. Um, look, three points might be enough. Yep. You know what I mean? St Mirren can go, well, even a draw, you know, at, at Bataudry yep. and and if, if Hearts are within three points, the goal difference, I think, automatically just makes that straight shootout. Can you imagine that though? Two 0 up against Hibs last game of the season, five minutes to go, and like you have to score. Like there's there's no, there's nothing else. You're a goal away if third in the third on the table. I'll be honest with you. I think it will. Pro- it might even come down to that. You know, we are sitting there. It, it could potentially be a, a tight nervy game at yeah, at Castle there. Last ten minutes, we need a goal. Aberdeen are currently losing. Uh, you know, we're that two. We're two points behind them. Uh, or it's maybe down to a point now or whatever and and we know that we need to score here to to go and and get to Europe and see if we got a late goal I'd be on the pitch that goal could be the best limbs I've ever experienced at Tynecastle anyway. it, it would well, be let's hope we do get those limbs on Saturday thank you for joining me this week everybody um yeah hopefully by the end of the game on Saturday we'll be planning for European group stage football till next time Goodbye.